Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone. This is Crystal Richardson with Soaring with Eagles. We are here with Andrew Steele and Jason White. How are you guys doing this morning? Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, Andrew. Yes. Okay, you were moving the camera around there just a little bit. <laughs> set, decorated. There we go. Got the nice yeah, thing. yeah, it looks great. Well, I'm up here in Payson, Arizona, and we are on vacation Beautiful. for our anniversary. And I still wanted to make sure that I had a chance to do the show today. Congratulations. You guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and Jason, you are in California. Uh, Andrew, you're in California, and um, I'm here in Arizona. So let's just go ahead and get started. Andrew, you are the man, the wish maker. You helped make a wish come true, correct, for a very special person? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a one way to put it. Uh, I feel like I'm just completely uh, humbled and um, I, I had a, a brilliant, a fantastic opportunity to um, yeah, well, I mean, so Frank Shankwitz is, is who you've had on the show. He's mm-hmm. the creator of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. It was his idea that, that sparked a ripple effect that, you know, effectively changed the world in the way that we see, you know, giving back. Right. And, you know, I was, I was lucky enough to be, to be chosen uh, to, to portray him in an upcoming feature film about his life. Mm-hmm. Incredible work. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know about me granting the wish. It really, it was no, that was my wish to to be to be put into this opportunity and, and tell mm-hmm. this fantastic story. Right. So you were instrumental in that. I mean, you obviously had to maybe audition for the part some kind of way. How did, how did all of that transpire? Well, um, there was definitely an audition um, that I did. I, you know, I went to the producer Greg Reed's house and mm-hmm. the, the writer, fantastic writer, director Theo Davies, um, and we went there and um, and you know I read and and we worked worked it through and you know what what was incredible about that experience you don't often get in auditions is um, you know their willingness to kind of work work with me and really kind of. Um, figure out what the essence of Frank was because that was really important to us all is, is to create something that is who this, who this guy was, not just something you see on the page, but what's the life behind Frank. And he's, he's lived an incredible life. And, uh, you know, to do, his, to do him justice was, was a big feat. So they really need to kind of get to the essence of who I am to see mm-hmm. Frank's. So Frank Shankowitz is not Australian. That is correct. He's from that Pres- is correct. Prescott, Arizona. <laughs> right. So let's hear a little bit of that accent. Can you do a, maybe a line from the movie or just any any line in the accent of Frank? Nice and loud. I, uh, I keep the script just by my side whenever. I shot it like two years ago. But uh, let's go. Uh, I've seen it a thousand times. Okay. Uh, let's, actually, let's go back to this. This is a really fantastic bit. This is uh, pretty close to the end of the film. Okay. Says, All right. Great man once told me, if someone needs help, give it to him. I never imagined that by helping Michael through his darkest time, he would end up helping me through mine. After he passed, I thought, if we pulled together and, and made one, one kid's come, dream come true, why can't, we do it for, why can't we do it for others? So I'm starting a nonprofit. There we go. That's a little bit. I think <laughs> we have a little better on the day. Um, <laughs> Because that might not have done the job, but yeah, so that was that was a moment where, um, yeah, Frank basically has a bunch of people around, and that was the mm-hmm. meeting where you know they they started, you know, the world's most you know uh, well regarded grant wishing and you know children's uh, charity. Right, and and Jason, uh, what what do you know about? Uh, Andrew and Frank and like what they're doing with the Make-A-Wish Foundation and just uh, I think you said that 
I only saw the trailer and you have been able to see the whole shebang, correct? I did get an opportunity to get a sneak preview. Yes. That's not even right. That's not even right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me say what these guys have been doing. uh, One, just with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. It's one of the, like you said, one of the most well-regarded charitable organizations of the world. Uh, It's one that most everyone has heard about. Mm -hmm. But Frank is almost a name that no one has heard about. And so watching how this project has come together with Greg and, and the people he's brought into it, how Andrew really delivered that performance. Christian, right. Like I said, just make sure you take a box of Kleenex to the theater when you do see it. <laughs> it definitely will touch the soul. It definitely will. Definitely will. And Andrew, what was your, your most touching portion in the film? Is that something that, that you can share? Or will that give everything away if, if you share that? Um, no, there was, there was a moment um, where... Can you get a, a little closer to the mic too again? Sure. Um, there was a moment uh, where we meet the first Wish kid um, and, and there's, an, there's an incredible exchange that we had. And Christian Guinea is, is the actor. I think he was 11 or 12 when we shot it. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just so phenomenal working with such a professional. I mean, he probably had more runs on the board than I did. Um, you know, wow. days of our lives and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. But he's an 11-year-old just teaching me what it's like to be present and to be, to be truly listening. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic scene partner. And, and this is a moment where Frank has just brought um, a, a tiny, a small uniform to fit Christian. Um, so it basically, um, you know, uh, due to the popularity of the TV show Chips, all the kids of the time wanted to be motorcycle cops when they grew right. up. Right. And so Michael was, was sick with leukemia and wanted nothing more than to meet a real motorcycle cop. And that's what Frank was. And that was effectively the first wish. And mm-hmm. so, so Frank is granting this first wish of, you know, including Michael as part of the, you know, um, the motorcycle, you know, team. Um, and, and then he says, you know what? Um, they're on the fence and, and uh, just like standing on a fence doing a thing called a, a cowboy's binding contract, which is one person stands on that side of the fence. I stand on this side of the fence and we shake hands and I say, I promise I'll get you your wings. And the wings are the little gold wings that, that only motorcycle cops get because wow. he's becoming an honorary uh, motorcycle cop, the only person ever to have that in the history of the Arizona State Highway Patrol. Um, so mm-hmm. it's a very special moment. Um, that there's an exchange on at, at the fence there where, you know, he, he says, um, I, I say, do you want to be a motorcycle cop more than anything in the world? And then he says, more than anything in the world, I wish I didn't have to die. Wow. And so Frank is, is given this moment with how do you deal with that? Uh, you know, he's seen a lot of death in the line of work, but he's never had this conversation with an 11-year-old. Mm-hmm. And he feels powerless and, um, you know, what, what do you say there? And, you know, and then so Christian, uh, Michael's character um, ends up going, look, you don't, need, you don't need to help me. And then Frank says, well, maybe you're helping me, you know, because Frank had had a tough, tough life and, you know, right. he lost himself. But then to see, you know, this pure joy and love that this 11-year-old who's going through this, you know, terminal illness that, that you know, the, the kind of gl- spark in his eye was, was that glimmer that, that Frank would just said, well, we need to hold on to that and we need to turn that into a mm-hmm. torch. And that's and what it, was the ripple effect that is the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And that's really phenomenal because Frank's life, when, you, when we actually start from the beginning and, and look at what, what, they, what is portrayed in the film uh, and all of the different things that he went through and he was still able to, to take all of those experiences and make, uh, make his life and his work into what it is today, um, that's something that we all can be inspired by. We all can be inspired by that. And, and a number of people are already saying that this is going to go in history as one of the most inspirational films uh, of all time. Well, I mean, it is truly inspirational. And, you know, setting aside the fact that, that I'm in it, um, it, it's remarkable that to think that this, this young boy, Frank, can, can effectively grow up, you know, uh, being you know, looked after by a mentor who was you know, effectively... Um, abandoned for, for one of better words, um, as a kid. So he, it was, it was really up to himself to, 
you know, grow up and he was a man of service. He was, mm-hmm. he was a man of service entire life. He was a, he was a, he was a police officer. He was in the air force um, and constantly just looking how he could give back. And, and uh, you know, the, you know, basically it's so simple to, to give something, give something back. It doesn't need to be massive, but you know, any right. simple act of, act of kindness can right. affect. So I want to uh, go ahead and have you introduce yourself again to everyone related to who you are, Mr. Andrew Steele. And uh, aside from what you're doing with, with Frank Shankowitz and Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, who, who are you? Hi, my name's Andrew Steele. I'm an Australian living here in L.A. Here to, here to follow my dreams and, and to give back where I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm uh, somebody that's going to listen to to what you have to say and get to know you. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's at its simple essence. I'm a human that's just ready to, to love and share a smile. And, and uh, yeah, that's me. Well, you have a great smile, great sense of humor running around all at uh, Secret Knock um, with those really cool coats that you had. Right, on yeah. and, uh, and <laughs> what, what's the name of that? Uh, if you go on Instagram, it's at Velu Fur. So you can check it out at V-E-L-U. F-U-R, and they're, uh, they're completely, they're, they're fur jackets, but they're made from recycled plastics, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're, they're great for kind of parties, they keep you warm, but they're also quite, as you saw, quite colorful and Quite colorful, fashionable, and, and they actually feel like fur, um, yeah. but uh, don't want to get, get stuck on that. So, with what you do, Andrew, you have a phenomenal organization called Flicks for Change. And I want you to give a quick introduction related to that before we go on our first break. Sure. Okay, so Flicks for Change is, is, a, is a, a socially conscious film festival, which I mm-hmm. run with, with a couple of really close friends. And uh, in the last three years, we've put on five festivals. Okay. Sydney, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. We focus on socially conscious films that have an important social message, mm-hmm. bringing the nonprofits and the charity organizations to, that, that deal in those issues to talk about it. So we inspire the, the, uh, the audience by these incredible films uh, that are hard-hitting and some of them are funny, but they all have a message that we can really take away. Mm-hmm. We inspire the audience and then we give them the tools in bringing the nonprofits that work who are boots on the ground in those issues and we connect them and then it's a year-round kind of conversation. We're like the meet-up groups for nonprofits and filmmakers. Awesome. Awesome. And how long have you been doing this, did you say? We've, we've just cracked into our third year. Third year. Wow. And how many films? Uh, I think we've screened probably about 300 films. Um, we've had, you know, a thousand submitted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still open for submissions now. So Yes, and you know I'm going to be submitting the information related to uh, the book that I launched at Secret Knock, which was Flint Out Loud, and maybe we can go ahead and uh, do a film related to those uh, the principles that are in there related to strategy, leadership, and success. That would be, that'd be brilliant. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that, that needs to be talked about there and, mm-hmm. and not necessarily something that a lot of people know about. You know? Right. People from Flint know about it, people in the surrounding areas. But, you know, it's, uh, it's something, and it's not only happening in Flint, but it's kind of happening everywhere. And that's the beautiful thing about Flicks for Change and, and the mm-hmm. that people make is that it's, we're all human and there are these kind of issues that happen wherever you go. So the more you can share that you're having this issue, then other people can relate to that and then go, all right, let's stand together and what we do to make a change. Right, right. Because there, uh, as a some people may know, depending on where, where you are in the world, uh, that there is a, a water crisis there. There were um, a number of things that were done related to switching the water to the, the Flint River. And then there was some lead and other things that were in that's in the water that's causing issues specifically in children. So just this past week, the, um, the CEO of Tesla donated millions of dollars in laptops and some other things. And then I think in USA Today yesterday, there was a millionaire who uh, is, is doing a lot there to revitalize that. But we want to, there's still a lot that's needed. There's still a lot that's needed there. So anything that we can do to bring um, more light to that situation uh, related to scholarships and sponsorships and, and health um, health um, coverage for those youth is something that, that I will want to talk to you about more offline um, to see if there's something that we can do there. Um, okay, so when we get back from break, 
Um, Jason is going to talk to you a little bit about some of what we like to talk to all of our, our guests related to success, what you feel are some of your greatest successes. You've been in a number of movies, including this one or shows, I would say, and, um, and just maybe get to know you a little bit better. Is that okay? Is that okay, Andrew? We get to know you a little bit better after break? Oh, I thought you were talking to Jason. <laughs> I was talking to you. This is your moment, bro. <laughs> yes, yes. Please get to know me a little better. <laughs> okay, so we will be taking a break, Andrew. Um, Jason already knows this. We'll be taking a break from Voice America on the internet portion, but we don't take a break from Facebook Live. So when, when I announce that we're going on break, we'll still be on and uh, we'll have uh, a little private session with the Facebook folks. Is that okay? Andrew. Yeah. Okay. All right. We will be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Join us. Sponsor us. Provide internships for us. Echelon Leadership Institute Open Enrollment starts in January for our Summer Leadership and Business Boot Camp. Students ages 7 to 12 can enroll in Echelon Junior, ages 13 to 21 in Echelon Core. Get enrolled and gain the edge you need to succeed. Echelon Leadership Institute. Join us this summer because mediocrity is not an option. Go to G3QARA.com or call 480-227-9743 today. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, aka community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Soaring with Eagles. We're really happy you can join us today. I'm actually in Payson, Arizona, out in the woods. We're celebrating what I think is our 28th or 28-year 20, anniversary. I'm really bad. See, isn't that horrible? I think we've been married for, I think, 28 years. But um, when, when it's past, like, a certain number, you just, just say you're married, okay, for, like, forever. But we're here celebrating, and we're here with Andrew Still and Jason White, Andrew's in Hollywood, and Jason, you're in San Diego? San Diego. Yeah. So, Christelle, I, I thought you might have been about 30. But I'm well, I really appreciate that. Uh, you can say that again if you'd like. <laughs> I got married when I was two, Andrew. I got married when I was two. Okay. All right. Now I feel better about that. Some people talk about child brides, but I was, you know, an infant toddler bride. So, But, yeah, this year I think I'll be 54 or 50. Am I, will I be 55? I'll be 55. Wow. See, again, after a certain age, you forget how old you are. So, yeah, I'll be 55. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Jason. Yes, Sergeant K. Yes. What do you have for Mr. Andrew related to success? So many good questions. Because, one, he gets to bring a, a unique perspective. So, I think one thing that we all want to know about actors is off the screen, what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment in life? Uh, Marrying my wife. Ooh, good answer. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's how I feel, you know. Points, points. You're getting some points there. And that was pretty recent, right? Very recent, two months ago. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been friends for seven years, which is a, a beautiful way to go into something like that. We really knew each other and mm-hmm. everything about it. There's no secrets. And we were always, had always been there as friends and supported each other. And, and um, yeah, it was just the, the kind of perfect, the perfect storm, how we kind of got together in the end. I, I was looking for a place to stay. And she's like, my roommate's just moved out. Do you want to stay with me for a little bit? I'm like, oh, sure, that sounds so great. And uh, it was just so much better than we could have imagined. And uh, wow. and then it didn't take long for me to go, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's lock this in. So, so good. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, we're setting up our life together and it's fantastic. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely my biggest success. Well, that's yeah, and I got, a, I got a chance to meet her uh, and she seemed just so sweet, so nice. Yeah. I love how you said that. If you guys are building your life together. My next question, that's a perfect segue. Obviously, now that we know your passion, what is kind of the, the next thing for you? You've got this great film coming out. I know you guys are waiting for kind of the, the big grand opening. You guys are probably going to get a ton of awards. But talk a little bit about that in between. Now that the, the process is done and now you're just kind of waiting. So where do you go next from here? Yeah, well, I mean, that, you know, acting, a lot of it is waiting. Even when you're on set, you're the majority of the time you're there, you're just sitting in your trailer kind of waiting for, you know, your turn, turn to do your thing and you get like one shot, two takes. Um, but, and then, uh, you know, I, we shot this film two years ago. So this has been my biggest calling card, but it hasn't been out. So you can talk about it all you like, but it's really about, you know, what you do in the time where you have downtime and whether that's keeping myself uh, mentally and physically in shape but then also getting involved with the community is what I'm, what I've been doing with flicks for change. Right. You know, that's, um, that's definitely been a passion project and it's been so incredible getting to know all these people who are running these nonprofits who are changing the world. They're doing it for no money. They're doing it for love and because they need to give back. And, you know, you get a lot out when you put, when you put in. Um, And so that's, it's been a really fantastic thing moving away from Australia, away from my support network and going, okay, I'm just going to stand on my own two feet here and, um, and surrounding myself with people that are just brilliant, just awesome people mm-hmm. has, um, has really picked up my game as a human. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you've got to, you know, do what you love but also, you know, love, uh, just, just love really. If you can have time to speak to somebody that you're just walking down the street or have an elevator and have a great conversation with a random person and just share a bit of light because you never know when that's going to be the thing that makes a huge difference in their day. <laughs> Absolutely. That's amazing. Well, then let me ask you, I want to press into that a little bit. So you've got this amazing organization, Flicks for Change. You said you guys get to screen thousands of videos. So what's the selection process like? I mean, obviously I'm sure a lot of these stories touch your heart. So how do you go about that you actually work with? Yeah. So, well, um, you know, we, we look for stuff with uh, a really great core message. Uh, that's really important. Um, uh, production value, you know, we've put in films that have just been handheld, just running around if, if the message is on point. Um you know, we do look for kind of shorter things so we can have a bunch of different issues that we talk about each day. But production value, you know, the storytelling of it, um, if it's a unique, you know, take on something. Um, we look for, uh, we, so we, we team up the films that we select with non-profits. So if we have a particular non-profit, say it's the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence, if they're like mm-hmm. involved, then we'll, you know, we'll look for the scours, it could be the internet or, you know, wherever we go to a lot of film festivals and talk to the filmmakers after the films that we thought were really on point. Um, and we really just try and create an atmosphere in the room that is, um, you know, people can really kind of learn something, but then they can take the next step. And so that's why we connect the nonprofits with the films that we're screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, good films. It, pretty much. It's not just like, it's not like we want the films that everybody can relate to. Um, we want, we want that. And we want, um, we also need a mix. Uh, there's a lot of heavy stuff. So, you know, you know, we've got a lot of documentaries and dramas, but we really try and find those gems of comedies that can still talk you know, about social change and shed light on something in a comedic light. Often mm-hmm. that's a, a more effective way to get people to realize how they are, if they're stuck in their ways or, you know, 
and then you, you laugh at it and you go, oh, hang on, but that was that was kind of messed up and I'm laughing at that because I realise I do that. Um, <laughs> but but if you have a heavy head in drama, people can just kind of sh- shut off. Like we had a film called Through the Eyes of the Pig and this is one of our first year. It's a virtual reality film set in a pig slaughterhouse. Um, so, you know, we gave people a fair warning before that. A bunch of people stepped out. Most of those people were vegans or people or staunch, you know, people that ate meat and didn't want to know because they realized the power of these kind of films. Right. So, yeah, there's a whole range of different stuff. And you can check them out online as well, what we've shown in the last three years. So if you want to go to flicksforchange.org, that's F-L-I-C-K-S, the digit four, change.org, and then click the tab that says watch, you can check out a bunch of these films, and they're really fantastic. Awesome, awesome. I just have one more question, and then I'll okay. turn it back over to you, Sergeant K. All right. Steel, now I've known you for a couple of years, but there's one thing I've been wondering about with you when it comes to your work. Whether it's flicks for change or acting, let me ask, what's the most controversial thing that you've done in your career that actually ended up putting you on the course to your destiny? Um, well, yeah, it has caused, caused a little bit of controversy. When I, I got out of... Um, acting school um, and I, I got offers from a bunch of different um, from agents, a whole range of them. And I went down the list and there was the one that I really wanted wasn't on the list. And I was, I was disappointed. I was like, ah, everyone else was going, Oh, I only got a couple of offers or people were like, Oh, you got an offer. That's great. I'm like, yeah, but I always, I'd set my sights on this and I'm like, that's all right, man. You've got, these other ones are great. Like I'm like, okay. Um, and, and I uh, said, well, okay, I'm going to write an email. So I wrote an email to the, to the company that I, that I wanted to go with. Um, and I wrote the email and, and then I got a response back saying, look, hey, that was a great email. We, you know, we see your point. Um, you know, they, they come in for a meeting, we'll just have a chat. I went in and had a conversation. It was a really fantastic conversation with all the four agents that were there. And they're like, okay, we're seeing a couple other people. Um, but let's, uh, we'll get, we'll circle back next week when we've had our meetings and we'll mm-hmm. know then. And I, I said, well, maybe you'll let me know after my song. And I pull out my guitar and I'll, I'll just grab a guitar. <laughs> He's going to get his gu- guitar. Oh my gosh. I'm back. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the, um, the company's called Shanahan's and they've got like, you know, all the top agencies, all, all the top actors in Australia, but it went like this. So I sang a verse of Superstition. Okay. Then- I'm very damn ambitious. <laughs> I wrote you that email. <laughs> very damn ambitious. With my drive, I can't fail. Cast me in a movie Or a TV show Stop feeling at the theater And watch me feel the rose When you believe in yourself And you won't shed a hand Then you hurt us all with a point of difference like guitar. Hey, yes, yes, yes. And so they did that and then they said, oh, okay, great, we'll let you know. And then I was walking out of the building and then the head agent, Anne Churchill Brown, calls out and says, Andrew, 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 wait, wait, wait. You can't let you walk out without signing you right here. So welcome to the team. I was like, Excellent. And uh, you so, you know, I was prepping that the night before and my dad was like, oh, don't do it, mate. This is not how don't I do it. it. Don't do it. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, you gotta, you got to do something like that. And, right. You know, taking that, you know, difference, point of difference and showing that I really wanted it and mm-hmm. that extra step that, you know, has, um, and, you know, it's funny, like I hear other people coming out of acting school and then they go, oh, you're the guy that did superstition. Like, you know, so it's kind of like people, pe- I, I get feedback about it years later that, oh, you were the guy that did the thing and blah, blah, blah. And there's all right. these takes on, on the kind of, I don't want to say it, but it's like, it, it is a, like folklore kind of through acting school, just that kind of thing. But it's, um, yeah, and they're fantastic. I've still got them now and they've been able to hook me up with a whole bunch of different stuff. So, 
That's yeah. excellent. And because sometimes you do have to just take that extra step, right? Just do something that it may go well, or it may not. It could work in your favor or, or maybe not, but hey, just go for it. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's what I did at Secret Knock when I did. I don't, did you see when I leaped up on the stage? Were you there for that, Andrew? What'd you do? <laughs> um, Outwitting the Devil, that was the book that I wanted to get a Napoleon Hill book. And there was this blonde lady coming from the side and, and, and Greg said, if you want it, come get it. And I was right over on that edge. You were sitting right by me, but I don't know if you were sitting by me at that time. Yeah. And so I went and I just did a one leg leap up onto the stage and grabbed it. And then I did a two foot stick like the gymnastics people do off of the stage. And people were like clapping and rowing. And like you said, all the rest of the meeting, oh, you're that lady. Right. <laughs> Then jumped yeah. up on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes we have to do those things that um, not related to just getting a book, but um, but sometimes we have to do those things that maybe are a little controversial, and that's what this show is about. We want to talk about the 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 principles, the business principles that we get out of some of the things that you've said already. And so, some of what you said is that um, you know, even when you were eight years old, I believe. When you were Santa Claus, you recognized the importance of the people aspect, okay? Uh, not knowing that you were doing that at that time, but, but people and how people see us and view us is, is very important that we acknowledge them. So you recognize that and you were waving. Um, you were waving at the person while you were trying to keep your beard up as Santa Claus, your stomach was coming out. That was just a hilarious story, but you were still trying to keep all that together yeah. and making sure you have that people element. You know, she might not believe in Santa Claus if I don't wave at her, even though I'm like eight in this suit. So that was awesome. And, uh, and then even what you said related to your life, wanting to give back, okay? And with Flicks for Change, how you, you partner with all of these different nonprofits so that they can get their message out and, and make even more of a difference and, and more of an impact uh, in the world. Um, these are very, very extremely important qualities and the types of uh, people that we look for for this show, Soaring with Eagles, because everybody doesn't have that mindset. Um, some people talk it, but they don't actually do it. And, and you're out there actually doing it. And so I really, really want to applaud you for that and, and applaud you for that song. Yeah. That, was, that was a really great rendition of that. You have a nice voice, too. When you come out, okay. you have, do you have a, uh, a record? It's going to be coming out soon. I, um, I'm old, so I say record. So I meant CD. Yeah, the CD. That's still <laughs> outdated. But um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, look, I, I play a bunch of gigs around, do a lot of covers. Okay. Music, I'm constantly writing original music, but um, the moment it's kind of just for me. But but yeah, I, I do love performing, so I need mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. You think you might have something coming out one day? Definitely, yes. Yeah. When you're 55. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it sooner rather than later. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. So we have to take our last break here. And what we'll do after this, um, I mentioned to you that there's something that we do called quick fire. Okay. So this is where I'm going to say one word and then you'll give a one word answer back. And it's quick fire, so you have to be quick on your feet. Some people are not, and it's just kind of hilarious. But you're only supposed to give one word, okay, Andrew? All right. Okay. And then, uh, Jason, are you are you ready to be in the mix here for oh, quick I'm fire? Okay. So I'll say one word. Andrew, you say one word back. Jason is going to say one word. You say one word back. I'm going to record this information, and then at the end, we'll talk about it. All of these words that I'm going to say will come from what we talked about today uh, on the show and we'll be doing that next and so does Jason associate to the word that I've said or to the word that no he has any word that he wants to ask you any word that he, like if he says sky oh, okay. it does it doesn't matter what what his word is right, right, right. but um but I've been taking a few notes here I'm going to take a few other notes and, and we're going to be coming at you after break how about that sounds fantastic <laughs> okay so we'll be right back after this break It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Stop wasting your time on things that don't matter. Let's get to work and turn your dreams into reality. Adults, teens, people of all ages. If you are a speaker, entrepreneur, inventor, or author, contact Crystal Richardson today to get your business started, get your invention developed and launched, get your book written, and more. Crystal and the Build That Biz team are ready to catapult your ideas from dreams to reality. Call 480-227-9743. Get ready to soar. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Join us, sponsor us, provide internships for us. Echelon Leadership Institute open enrollment starts in January for our summer leadership and business boot camp. Students ages 7 to 12 can enroll in Echelon Junior, ages 13 to 21 in Echelon Core. Get enrolled and gain the edge you need to succeed. Echelon Leadership Institute. Join us this summer because mediocrity is not an option. Go to g3qara.com or call 480-227-9743 today change your world change your life voiceamericaempowerment.com you are listening to soaring with eagles with crystal richardson now back to our show Good morning, everyone. We are happy to be with you on Soaring with Eagles today. We are in Pres- Payson. We're not in Prescott. We're in Payson, Arizona. And we're here with Andrew Steele and with Jason. Andrew is from Australia. And hopefully you're sharing this with your folks, Andrew. We're, I think, currently in, we're up to about 13 countries. So we hope to, to add some of your hometown folks that are actually watching this or listening to this. Yeah, let's hope so. So hopefully you got a chance to share that. So now what I want to talk to you about is preparation. And again, we we do have these shows. We talk, we have fun. It was great listening to your superstition. I'm going to have to rewind the show so I can listen to that song again, um, your rendition and the words that you put to it. But I want to talk about preparation, preparation, preparation. So when you were picked for the role to to play Frank, Shankowitz. Uh, he's the co-founder and the, the actual creator of Make-A-Wish Foundation. How long did it take you to do your research, do the preparation, go to um, go there and maybe um, practice with him, learn what he did, his mannerisms? You know, we talked about that a little bit. What, what was that preparation process? Yeah, well, it's uh from when I got the the role to when we started shooting, it was a year. So I had a year. One year, okay. I could have had longer um, because, you know, when do you have, it's like sculpting a piece of clay. It never kind of stops or a painting, keep kind of adding detail. Um, it start, uh, my, my research started with reading his book, Wish Man, which was, mm-hmm. it gave me a really great in, insight into who he was and his essence. Right. Um, but then, you know, getting to meet the guy was an absolute joy. He's so humbling, and you know, it's just he's a but he's a, he's a man's man, but he's also a gentleman, and um, and a lot of lot of fun. But just the way he looks at the world kind of gave me a different uh, out outlook on you know how how I could you know make a difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I had fantastic um, uh, you know dialect coaching and um, acting training. Lisa Robertson. Um, uh, I was lucky enough that uh, Greg Reed and, and the production paid for 10 hours of coaching for me to work with Lisa Robertson, who's a fantastic uh, acting coach. So we could really kind of mine the script and, and kind of put into where my mind sits in, in those, uh, you know, events taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting, getting to know Frank's dialect and just talking to him about it on the phone and just talking to him about everyday events um, was, uh, was truly a gift. Then the motorcycle training and firearms 
and uh, and then working with all the other brilliant actors. Um, you know, on set I was still learning so much because these are all you know seasoned veterans and uh, you know household names and faces. And it was this is my first leading role, you know, a feature, let alone a US feature. And um, you know, I was just learning so much from all these fantastic actors and. Mm-hmm. Craftsman through the cinematographer Doug Potts to Theo, the writer director. Like it was a huge learning experience, and it, it never, you know, I never stopped learning how to be more like Frank. Mm-hmm. Wow! And what did Frank say to you when he saw you acting like him? What did What did he say? Um, you know, he's um, he's a man of few words, but he, you know. I think he probably said good job there somewhere. Um, <laughs> no, he definitely told me that he, you know, got emotional and teared up in a, in a few of the mm-hmm. scenes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was just, just like he couldn't believe it was watching his life play out um, and seeing it back. And so he said it was definitely very emotional. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's a big burly guy that wouldn't shed too many tears, but I think we got a couple out of him. Right. He shed a tear or two when, when we saw him a few weeks ago when he got that star um, uh, on the, the Walk of Fame. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And I remember when he was on my show, he was my first guest back in October, uh, the end of last year. And um, after the show, he, he called me right back and he's like, that was a really great interview. Like you really made it really easy and, and just like was saying all these different things about me and, and giving me honor. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, thank you, Frank. I mean, this was about you and your life and I really appreciate you uh, um, because he, he said, well, why don't I kick the show off for you? So he, I was like, yeah, that would be great. So he was my very, very first guest uh, in season one. So that was awesome. Now, when we talk more about preparation, you mentioned the motorcycle training and the firearms training. Now, had you ever ridden a motorcycle before that? I had. I had okay. a lot, but, you know, originally, you know, when I first met Frank and I told him about Flicks for Change mm-hmm. with a social conscience, which I run, um, he, uh, he kind of like, he liked the cut of my jib and he, he was saying, he said, you know what? Somebody like you should be playing me in this movie. Like, <laughs> what movie? Hey, Greg, this guy should play me in the movie. And he's like, you ride a motorcycle? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I didn't really. I had, but I don't. I don't have a license. It's like, you got American accent? I'm like, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so that's when it started. You know, it's what's interesting is um, I, I've told that story a few times now, and then and then Frank was like, "No, I, did I say that?" And then it's like, "Yeah." It's like oh, I was joking. And it's like, "Ah, well, looks jokes on you, my friend." Yeah, jokes uh, on you. I'm gonna play you in the movie now. <laughs> yeah, you kind of stuck with me now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've had a couple motorcycles when we were. Um, Growing up, my brother and I, a uh, dirt bike and a, a little uh, Yamaha. Oh, nice. It was at a 75. It was like a really little one that, that we would always like run into trees and bang our, up our knees in the woods and stuff when we would go camping. But I, I plan to, yeah, I plan to get one um, at some point. Um, actually, a Can-Am, not a motorcycle. I don't know if you know what a Can-Am is. It, there's two wheels in the front and one wheel in the back. Okay. And in my book, I think you have my book. In my book, you can see me. Uh, on one because I, I took a test drive and did some stuff uh, for my 50th birthday. Uh, so there's a picture of me on a Can-Am there. Now, what about the firearms training? Um, well, uh, firearms training, most of that training was done by my beautiful wife. She's been in a few films and stuff. And okay. Been on a shooting. We were, we were just friends at the time, but she took me to a shooting range straight mm-hmm. down. Um, but she, we shot some magnums and, you know, a bunch of different <laughs> weapons, which was great. And I, I only kind of shot air rifles on cousins. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. That. So she was a great instructor and that was just before we went out. But back, back on the motorcycle stuff, the first time I ever really rode my motorcycle on a road was LA traffic, like mm-hmm. kind of almost like peak hour. It was pretty hectic. I was there with a, um, with an ex, uh, motorcycle cop. And uh, he was taking me through, I'm following him through. I'm like, hey, here we go. I either make it or I don't. So, <laughs> but yeah, LA, LA is not a place that you necessarily want to ride a motorcycle. Wow. Wow. Okay, so before we jump into quick fire, and I hope, uh, Jason, that you have your one words ready so I can write them down. Um, is there, are there any just final comments of inspiration that you can give our listeners on um, – what you've done to, to be 
the success that you are even even now. We didn't mention some of the other shows. I, I put that on what I did for the promotion. But if you want to just kind of mention some of the other things that you've been in and then just give any kind of final words of inspiration. Sure. Look, I, I don't I don't consider myself as someone that's kind of gained success. Um, I, I I live very much day to day. You know what what we really hope with this film is, you know, this is a story about you know one kid having a wish that changed a man, and that man's wish changed the world. Mm-hmm. That's the what the ripple effect can have. You know, one simple act of kindness. Which, which in this case was Frank going to meet this you know, sick kid who wanted to meet a motorcycle cop. That one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. caused a ripple effect, which in turn has changed the world the way that we look at giving back. Um, and in that same uh, respect, we, we, we wish that this film could be that ripple effect, cause that ripple effect and encourage other people to do their own simple acts of kindness whether that's giving a homeless guy some socks or food or, you know, breaking up a bully fight or right. know, up for somebody that, that can't speak up for themselves. Um, you know, we really hope that, you know, that for, for us, that's success in this situation is, is this film uh, encouraging people to, to make a difference uh, just one step at a time. Wow. Well, I believe that it's it's really going to encourage a, a number of people to um, step out and and do what we all have in us. I, I believe all of us have at least one good idea is, is one of the things that I mentioned. Like we all have at least one really great idea that we could monetize, but it's not just monetizing it for ourselves. It's, it's doing it so that we can have a give back model. And so um, doing something also where we all have something else, something we can do for someone else. And even if it's a smile, it doesn't have to be that we put money towards it, but just a kind word. And uh, when there's someone that's homeless, if you see them, if you have something in your car that you can give to them, some of us, you know, we do a lot with the homeless and missions uh, overseas and things of that nature. But that's not something that everybody is is cut out to do, but everybody is cut out just to to give somebody a smile, to give somebody a hug and to um, maybe find a way to make someone better. So. Um, all right. So are we ready for, are we ready for quick fire? Oh yeah. Still, here we go. Okay. All right. We're going to see how quick you are. And Jason, like, I'm going to do one, then you're going to do one. Are we ready? Ready. All right. Let's see. First one will be script. Which man? Purpose. Okay. You're going, uh, you, I didn't hear Jason said purpose, but I didn't hear what you said, Andrew. Yeah, it wasn't a good one. I said porpoise. This rhyme sounds like it. Porpoise? You said porpoise on my show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Life. Life. Death. Initiative. Do it. Preparation. Performance. Attitude. Golden. Santa. Klaus. Change. And you're wrong, um... Jason, that was the next one I had written down. Success. Uh, everybody. Tenacity. Systems. Learn. Quickly. Habit. Break. Actor. Performer. Motorcycle. Accident. <laughs> Wish. Infinite. Mastermind. Secret not. And the last one is kindness. Frank Shankwitz. Frank Shankwitz. So good. So you really came out with porpoise, really? (laughs) Yeah. What do you think? Purpose? Porpoise. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. Give you that response. (laughs) So attitude, golden. Um, You mentioned performing, breaking habits. Flicks for change, uh, motorcycle accident, um, kindness. You mentioned Frank, tenacity. You said, what did you say for tenacity? Uh, assistance. Assistance. Okay, and learn. You said quick. Uh, so, do you find that in the things that you do, that you do have to be a quick learner? I think you you mentioned something that got changed on you. Was that you? Mentioned something that got changed on you. 
Yeah, the, the final speech of the entire... Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, basically the night before I had the biggest speech in my you know acting career, uh, two-thirds of it was changed and it was extended. I had the original, you know, the original couple of pages and then there was like another page mm-hmm. put on to the end of that. Um, and, yeah, so I basically, you know, I had maybe four hours before we started shooting um, and then I just kind of ran it over and over and over again. And, yeah, it, in that in that stage, there was maybe 80 people in the room, including cast and crew. Mm-hmm. And, uh and yeah, it was the big speech at the end of the at the end of the film that kind of ties it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. But you know, thankfully, I've you know gone through worse situations, like with my beard falling off of Santa Claus. And <laughs> I can do that. I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, good, good, good. So yeah, um, some of your answers were pretty interesting. Um, for script, you mentioned Wishman. That that was the current one. Are you working on any anything else coming up? Yeah, I'm writing something at the moment with my wife. Okay. Um, which focuses on endometriosis. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but one in ten women have endometriosis in their uterus, and it can stop them from having you know, babies. It gives them very, very painful periods. A, a lot of people, you know, I think girls don't necessarily speak up about it because mm-hmm. they feel like that is just what everyone has, but not everybody has that, you know, that... Um, complex um mm-hmm. so it's like we're trying to raise awareness through that but also created an interesting story but really um you know because it gets misdiagnosed by a lot of general practitioners doctors, right um but that's something we want to change okay well we'll be looking forward to seeing that work that is something you know just our health in general is something that um anything that we can do to bring awareness for people to to be able to say oh it's not just me that it is something that, that's out there that, that could be done to help people. Uh, it, it's, it's really great um, to have those kinds of films or documentaries. So uh, I'll be looking forward to, to seeing that. Um, just wanted to thank you again for being a part of our show today. And um, I hope to, to see you um, probably for, uh, I know it comes out June 10th and there's some other things going on before that. So I hope to see you again. in an- June 7th. Since- June 7th. Yeah. But I want to okay. June 7th. Um, okay. I acknowledge you for the detail and, and the, the questions and the research that you've done. It was a really fantastic interview. Oh, thank you. And Jason as well. Thanks for your time, man. Great questions. And it's always a pleasure, buddy. Always. Yeah. All right. They're telling me it's time to log off. So thank you, everyone, for being a part of our show today. Uh, we're going to give a shout out for Project 250 that we're doing with the business camp and Echelon Business Camp for this summer and hope to... Um, to see you on next week with David Corbin. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.